Hello, beautiful, and welcome to another episode of Gala Loves Everything. And this episode is about me unfollowing the Kardashians and a lot of other celebrities yesterday, including um, Megan Fox and Ariana Grande. And I wanted to talk about why that is. And um, I've been having a lot of really interesting conversations with you guys ever since I talked about walking out of rhinoplasty surgery. And I really feel like, you know, me deciding not to get that surgery or to be more specific, having that experience of divine intervention and meeting that angel in the surgeon's office has kind of triggered a bit of a spiritual awakening in me. And um, it's a very interesting place to be. I feel like I am now looking at things completely differently. And I've always been someone who was good at looking at the bright side of things. I have trained myself to be optimistic. I've trained myself to look for the blessing and the miracle and the silver lining. And this is a skill that has really carried me through life very powerfully. So I don't want to talk shit about optimism at all. But one of the side effects of really being good at honing in on the bright side is that there can be disadvantages to that. So for example, um, if you're always continually looking at the bright side and there is no you know, even acknowledgement of maybe the darker side of things, you can really get yourself in some trouble because we do need to operate in the world with some semblance of what reality is really about and what's kind of going on that we maybe don't like or we're not willing to look at. And um, it's important that we're able to do that. And so, you know, I think that one of the reasons why I was going to go and get this nose surgery was because of my ability to look at the bright side and what I had essentially been sold by the media and society, which is that nose jobs are totally normal. People get them all the time. There's really no risk involved. You just go in, you're going to be in some discomfort for some time, and then you'll come out and you'll be beautiful and everything will be fantastic. And I am so, so, so grateful that I did not get that surgery. I am literally grateful every single day when I look in the mirror that I did not do anything to my nose. And I've really been, as a consequence of that, researching plastic surgery a little bit more. And what I've been finding is really disturbing. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen, I don't know if you're on this side of YouTube like I am, but sometimes I would see things come up that were like recommendations that were kind of about um, either like, you know, the dark side of pop culture or, you know, people dissecting celebrity surgery and stuff like that. And I had never watched any of those because I am very much about supporting other women. You know, I don't read gossip websites. I don't um, participate in that kind of thing. I don't even listen to bitchy podcasts. Like, I'm just not interested. It's not fun for me. And my whole thing is I want to elevate women and I want to focus on what's good about them and I want us all to rise together. But because of my surgery research that I was looking into, I was recommended a few videos on YouTube a couple of nights ago. And I ended up on this like rabbit hole of watching these videos and they blew my mind and they really changed how I look at celebrity and beauty and pop culture. So the first one that I watched was a mini documentary on the Kardashians. And it was 
so repellent to me. Um, it just, it was stomach churning. And my history with the Kardashians is that for years, you know, when they first came out, I was very anti. Um, I could see just as a normal person in society and a critical thinker that they were not contributing anything valuable to life. And I was like, why would anyone care about this? This is ridiculous. And I had zero interest in them for a really long time. But then I was in a relationship that was bringing me a lot of pain, a lot of anxiety, and I was really struggling with not feeling good enough. I was very insecure in this relationship. And for some reason, during this time, I started watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians. And I remember describing it to people as like taking, you know, Valium, because to me that show was a way of numbing out of my reality, a way of avoiding what was happening in my life. Literally, it was a way of truly escaping what was happening in my own life that I didn't feel good about. And I think a lot of people watch reality shows for the same reason. You know, they are just like, please let me escape from my real life for a second. And, you know, they put on these shows and there's no judgment in that. I completely understand because I've done it myself. And so even though I knew that the Kardashians were extremely problematic and that they were, I mean, potentially not the best role models to be looking at, the link in my brain was that watching this show created relaxation and that was something that was important to me. And we have to be really careful about what we link things with in our brains because those connections that we have those those links that we create really do create the conditions of our life. And so no matter what I saw about the Kardashians, no matter what fucking crazy shit was going down, my connection to them was still one of positivity. My experience of them was still that, even though I've never met these people, um, although I've been in Nobu with them, um, my link to them is that they make me feel good, therefore they must be good. And when I watched this documentary, I, it just really jolted my eyes open. And I think a lot of what I saw, I kind of knew about them, but because of my ability to focus on what's good, I would really push that to the side because it was inconvenient for me to also know that these are people who are very problematic. And, um, so I was watching that and then I was looking at some, um, how uh, there's this woman on Instagram called house in habit. And she is basically like, she covers media stories that most people won't cover. And right now she's covering the Epstein trial and it's a fucking shit show. But she also had some story highlights about Astro world and, after I looked at the story highlights about what happened at Astro World, which was a horrible tragedy that could have absolutely been prevented, but I believe was absolutely instigated and stoked by Travis Scott, and then seeing the complete lack of response by the family, and all they've really done is Chris is just doing damage control to try and distance Kylie from Travis, I was like, you know what, just in good conscience, I feel like I can't follow this family anymore. Like they are not contributing anything to my life. They do not make me feel good about myself. They do not inspire me. 
Um, I don't need this in my brain anymore. So I unfollowed them. Um, the other two videos I watched um, when I was in this little rabbit hole, I watched a video about the like three rhinoplasties, three breast surgeries, and two facelifts that Ariana Grande has had allegedly before the age of 30. Um, and it made me feel so fucking sad and just... <sighs> the thing that really bothers me about celebrities getting surgery, and I literally have no problem with people getting surgery. If you are willing to take the risk, then please, God bless, and I hope it works out so beautifully for you. But it's the disingenuous nature by which they get it done. It's the pretending they've never had any surgery. It's the saying, I've never had my nose done. Um, that is really harmful to, you know, all these women have extremely young, impressionable fans. Their fans are teenage girls who are struggling so much with how they look and how they feel and how they can be in the world. I know because I was once a teenage girl and it's one of the reasons why I do the work I do is I wanna help people feel like it's okay for them to be themselves. And just to be so dishonest about the $300,000 worth of work that you've had done um, and to make you know, regular people maybe think that they could look like this too. They just need to mature and age into it. Or if they buy your makeup line, they're going to look like this. Or if they buy your body shaping underwear, then they are going to have a teeny tiny waist and a huge ass and also a thigh gap. Um, that is really upsetting to me. And it's just so fucking dishonest. And so I... You know, then after I watched that Ariana Grande video, I was like scrolling through Instagram and Ariana posted some reel or something where like her upper eyelids have completely disappeared. And I was like, you know, it is just time to get rid of this person too. So I unfollowed her. And then the other video I watched was about Megan Fox, who I just think has the most beautiful face. And when she recently popped back up into the public consciousness, I literally thought the first photo I saw of her was Kim Kardashian and just this crossing over into uncanny valley, which is a term for things that look too perfect that give you the creeps. And um, I just, it's not helpful for me to see these people every day. It's upsetting. So I did a huge unfollow yesterday and I feel really good about it. And look, I reserve the right to change my mind but for now, I just feel so much better not seeing that stuff. So I posted these three videos in my stories and I was really on the fence about whether I should do it because I didn't want people to think that I was being like unkind to these women. I, you know, I think all of these people are probably sweet and lovely and have good hearts and don't intend to harm other people. I'm sure it's not intentional, um, but I just wanted to share them because I thought, fuck, okay, I think of myself as a fairly intelligent, aware, relatively critical thinker, and these are things that somehow, for whatever reason, had escaped my attention, maybe because of what is like constantly fed to me by like paid journalism or whatever, but for some reason these things just, I don't know, weren't that clear to me, and I thought, you know, this might help other people if I put this in there. Kind of like I felt about my surgery podcast. I was a little bit like, I don't even know about putting this out there, but I feel like someone's going to really benefit from this. And 
the amount of people I've spoken to who I know personally who listen to that podcast and then have decided to do something different about what they wanted to do. You know, I have a friend who was thinking about getting a form of liposuction and we were talking about it and she was like, yeah, you know, I really don't know if I should get it. And, you know, I, I feel like I haven't really done a lot of research on it, but I, you know, I really want to do it. And she messaged me literally this morning and said, you know, I just found out that they tell you there's no swelling, but you are going to be in, you know, compressive bandages for six months and I won't be able to do this and I won't be able to do that. And, you know, the complications and she's so thankful that she's decided not to do it. And I know it's hard to look at a part of yourself that you feel could be improved and maybe you have the means to improve it and you're like, well, why would I not improve it? But the more that I look at surgery and procedures, the more aware I am that every time you go into the body when you don't need to, you are creating such huge amounts of risk. And if I think about a family like the Kardashians with the sheer amount of procedures that they go through, um, that must be so hard on your body. I don't know about prescription painkillers and whether those are playing a major factor in people's lives, but I imagine they must be to some degree. I think it would be extremely unlikely to have had so many procedures and to not be in some kind of chronic pain as a result. Um, and we just have to be so careful. So anyway, I posted those videos in my story because I wanted people to have access to the same information that I had had that I found mind-blowing. And I ended up having a conversation with a woman who used to work for the Kardashians. And just this morning, we were having a discussion about how it's even more important to make conscious decisions when you have a lot of money, connection, and opportunity at your disposal because you know, as we've seen from just from Astro World, right? The consequences of your actions when you do play at such a large scale can be, you know, unbelievable. And we have to really think about not just what does what I'm doing impact me, but how does it impact my friends, my partner, my family, uh, my employees, my peer group, my community, the people who look up to me, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, she had some, I would say, unflattering things to say about the way that they run their lives. And, you know, my whole thing is about encouraging people to make mindful choices, to break old patterns, to be generous and kind and good. And what I was saying to her was, you know, a lot of people look up to this family and to all celebrities, right? And a lot of people are suffering in the world and they think like, if I had money and fame and I was beautiful, then my life would be good and my life would be easy and everything would be solved. But you only have to look at the choices these people make to see that they are clearly not happy or fulfilled. Look at their relationships. Literally none of them have a relationship that I would aspire to have. And the reason we make those kinds of relationship choices are because of what we believe about ourselves. And if you really felt good about yourself, would you be getting so much work? Or would you be like, you know what? This is who I am. And I was looking at, I don't remember who it was. I was looking at someone's Instagram yesterday and it's a woman who is beautiful and she's famous and she has like, 
not like a big nose, but she has like a distinctive nose. And I was just thinking like, this is so beautiful to see because this person is rocking her own beauty. Like she is owning her unique genetic background and her structure and that's empowering and that's beautiful to see, to see someone be really comfortable in their skin. Um, and I think the other thing about, you know, having money and power is it doesn't cost anything and it's not challenging to be good to people and to be kind to people. And I see a real lack of that. And, um, I think that is also a real indication of whether someone's happy in their life, whether they're living their purpose. Are they kind to people or do they have a reputation as being difficult, as being harsh, as being unkind? And it's not like that's not a, a, a skill that is available to the select few. Like literally all of us can be kind and generous and thoughtful and give people the benefit of the doubt, you know? Um, and the last thing I want to say about this Although, honestly, I would love to hear your thoughts on this and please send me a message on Instagram or leave a review of the podcast. I just This is such a fascinating topic to me. I want to talk about it all day. But someone replied when I posted those videos and said, when I said, what do you think? And someone was like, oh, it's upsetting to see this because it creates even more unrealistic beauty expectations for what men want. And I just want to say, I have to like stop you right there. No man that I've ever met thinks that that family is desirable or beautiful. I'm going to say that to you again. No man that I've ever met thinks that that's desirable or beautiful. They think it's freaky. They think it's weird. It's not appealing to them. And obviously the goal is not like, oh, well, then I won't because I want to appeal to men. But I just want to let you know that what you think is going on is just not what's going on. It's only women that are influenced by this beauty stuff. If you want to turn on or excite a man, just show them your tits. It's not complicated. They don't give a fuck about your eyelashes, your nose, how tight your eye corners are pulled, you know, how much filler you've got in your lips. Like, they don't care about that. The beauty standard is changing for women by women. And so we have to be super mindful of that. And... I guess my whole point with this episode is just to encourage you to look into things and to unfollow people that you think are maybe contributing negatively to your body image or what you think beauty is supposed to look like. Really diversify your sources. It's super important. And I think, you know, we become what we put into ourselves, whether it's food or what we put into our eyes and then into our brains. And so... If you want to be a clear channel, then you have to clear up your sources. And that means getting rid of things that you think are not contributing positively to your life. And yeah, that might make the list of people you follow on Instagram really small, but I think it would be worth it. Um, if you really want to live a life that's meaningful and that you feel good about, maybe it's helpful to take out the people who are not living meaningful lives because they're not going to help you get on the right path. So that's my lecture this morning. I hope that you enjoyed it and I would love to hear your thoughts. Please feel free to leave me a five-star review because I love those. And um, I love you and I will see you in the next episode.